Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. What's up, podcast people? Nailed it. What is going on, podcast people? I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, man, I hope you're enjoying the grind. Uh, I mean, seriously, the yeah, I low-key love that word, grind. It, it just makes me think of like getting in the trenches and doing work. Actually, doing work, that was like my first episode. It was, dude. Do work, son. Um, but yeah, hopefully you enjoy the grind because that's where uh, good results happen, right? And you guys are like, the grind, what in the heck is she talking about? What? The grind can be anything from working out, like, you know, getting your workout on, like getting the temple right, let's go, or working out your job, or literally everything in between. So the grind, hey, man, it's whatever you put your hands to, right? So enjoy it. Yeah, so I hope you guys are enjoying the grind. Man, um, I'm excited to tell you guys a, a little story. Uh, we're going to start with a little story. I had the awesome opportunity to speak at Western Carolina University last night. Whoop, whoop, catamounts. Uh, it's like a cat and a mountain lion. It's a, it's a catamount. It's a cat. It's a, a mount, a lightning. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's catamount. They are definitely the catamounts, though, but... Stay focused, all right? So, uh, Western Carolina is in Cullowee, North Carolina, and man, right now it is fall time, and the leaves are changing. Actually, um, the leaves are probably about one more week of seeing the leaves be really pretty colors, and then they're all going to be gone. But last night on my way up to Western Carolina University, it was just an unbelievably beautiful trip. I mean, the trees are just gorgeous. There were parts of the mountains that looked like they were on fire with all of the the changing colors, like the yellow and the red leaves, and man, just gorgeous. So uh, anyway, I'm speaking to the FCA at Western Carolina, and one of their guys on the leadership team, one of their college guys, he had the task of introducing me for the night. I know, poor little fella, right? <laughs> so, uh, no, seriously, he, he's a really sweet kid, and he did a great job. But, yeah, <laughs> here comes the big booty Judy. So there, there was a point where he said something, and I just started giggling. And I thought to myself, I wonder how many other ministry leaders have that in their introduction. Probably not many, but let me let me set it up for you. So this young fella, he was talking about uh, when he was introduced me, talking about how long I have been on staff with FCA, and he was talking uh, a little bit too, like what I did before I came on staff with FCA. Which, by the way, I was a college softball coach. So if you didn't know that, now you do. So instead of rattling off every school that I've ever coached at. <laughs> 
he just very simply said, yeah, uh, she's gotten around a pretty good bit. <laughs> really? What the what? Like, I'm standing in the back and I'm like, oh, he said it. He said it. He said it. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. So me and there was another staff woman there. Like, we kind of looked at each other and just started laughing. And she kind of looked at me like, only you. I was like, I know, dude. I know. So, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that not many women in ministry have an introduction that can top that. Boom. Right. Okay, on that note, uh, let's let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. Um, man, I have been so incredibly blessed uh, just to have the opportunity to speak uh, probably several times in the last month, last month and a half, just some really cool things have come up and just had the opportunity to go to different places and speak. And, and anytime I speak, I really, you know, try and spend some time in prayer and lean into to what God has wanting me to talk about. And it, it's just been really crazy because I feel like every place I've gone in like the last month, God has just been laying on my heart to, to talk about the difference between a fan and a follower. Um, and if you guys have read the book, uh, it's it's actually, I think the title of the book is called Fan or Follower. It's by Kyle Eidelman, and um, it, it's a really good book. It's been years since I've read it. I probably need to go back and, and revisit it because it was just, it was one of those books that just made a lot of sense. It was an easy read, uh, so take a look at it. But um, God has just kind of been bringing this this idea of being a fan or a follower, he's just been bringing this back to my mind once again. So, as I was thinking and praying about what to talk about on this episode, I thought maybe let's, this is what I'm supposed to talk about. Like, this is it. The difference between a, a fan and a follower. So, let's let's start this discussion on, I guess, some of the, the biggest differences between the two. Let's talk about a fan First, so a fan, and again, all of this makes sense in my head because it's easily related to any type of athletic event, athletic team, just athletics in general. So to me, it just kind of makes sense. But a fan is someone that knows about something and may even know like a crazy amount of details. Um, and, and like, a, for instance, there is a guy, um, I, I used to work with him, but he was a huge fan of the Atlanta Braves. He knew things about the team that I, I never even heard of, never could have dreamed of knowing. Like, he knew the names of the players. He knew where most of them played in college. Uh, he knew a lot of their stats. He knew what other teams they played for before they had gotten to the Braves. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. Like, I didn't know any of that stuff. I was a fan of the Braves, but I didn't know any of the stuff that he knew. Um, yeah, like it, it was just one of those things, like he seemed like a super fan because he knew so much about them. Now, the only problem with being a fan is that the thing you're usually a fan of, it usually has no idea of who you are. So case in point, this guy knew, he knew the Braves like the back of his hand, but nobody in the Braves organization knew who he was. There was absolutely no relationship. He didn't have a, a friendship with any of the guys on the team, didn't know the coaches, didn't know the front office, like didn't know anybody, just was a huge fan of the Braves, right? So you guys kind of get that. Um, you can know the details, you can know the ins and outs, but there is no relationship. Now, let's let's 
talk about being a follower. Now, when you are a follower, you still know details about what you're following, but the biggest difference is that usually what you're following, it also knows something about you. And, and there, there, there is a relationship there that's two-sided. It's not one-sided. Um, I, I Honestly, I think one of the greatest tragedies that can happen in church today is that we have a lot of fans of Jesus, but very few followers, right? And I, I think that's just, if, if that's true, and I think there is a lot of truth in that, like what a tragedy. We're, like, we're missing, missing the big picture there. Um, and you guys know what I'm talking about. You have probably met someone that grew up in church, knows every Bible story because they've heard it a thousand times, but there is no relationship there with Jesus. It seems to be only knowledge, head knowledge, right? Which is, which is great. And it's needed, but our salvation is not about what we know, but what we believe. And I think there's a big difference between the two, right? Um, Okay, I, I gotta I gotta mention it. I, I can't remember if I mentioned it on another episode, but I'm gonna step on some toes here for a minute. I don't know if you guys caught that Tennessee Alabama football game the other week when Tennessee upset Alabama. Oh my goodness. First of all, it was amazing. Yes, like one of the best games I think I've ever seen. But I was watching the fans storm the field after the game to celebrate. And, and as funny as it was, and it was funny because they couldn't figure out how to get the goalpost out of the stadium, uh, but it made me think of this whole idea of fan versus follower. So they were all fans. They sat in the stands as the game was played. They got to watch the team, but um, did not get to play a part in the game. Now, some of them probably say, yeah, 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 I was the loudest dude there. But they watched the team win, but they had to wait until the game was over and players and coaches left the field for their celebration to start. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, And again, this is going to be a little bit cheesy, but one day, this game, this game, like this game is going to be over. And we are, this game of life, like it's going to be over and we're going to have to answer the question, were we a fan of the game or a follower? And for me, man, just the competitor in me, like I want to be in the game. I want to be a part of the team. I want to celebrate with the team, not after they leave, because here's the thing. When that team left the field and went to the locker room, man, can you imagine the celebration that was happening inside that locker room? Oh, man. And and fans were not allowed in the locker room because that was for team members only. Yeah. So when my game, quote-unquote game, or life is over, I want to be in the locker room celebrating. Um, I want to have the real celebration with Jesus. I don't want to be, you know, like after the fact going, man, that that was really cool. I got to see the whole thing, and, uh, man, it was awesome. I got to to watch everything. Um, Here's the other side of the coin. If you're a follower and you are in the game, you have people in the stands watching you. And here's the the question right here. Are you playing this game in a way that makes them want to be on the team? And if not, why not? Like, isn't that our job as Christians? Yes, I know. This is, it's really cheesy. It's a really cheesy way to, to look at life. Um, but it, it makes a lot of sense, right? 
So my challenge to you this week is if you're in the stands, when are you going to make the decision to get in the game? Right? Like, when are you going to make the decision to come out of the stands, get on the field, and be an active participant? Um, and if you're in the game and, and, and you're, you're a follower, not just a fan, but you're a follower, are you playing the game? Are you living this life in a way that makes people in the stands want to join the team? Mm, right? Oh, my goodness. Now, if that is not a full-blown, all-out FCA athletic model analogy, I don't know what is. Yeah, it is such a simple idea, but it has this really huge impact that I think could just make a lot of sense, maybe for young athletes or or maybe for older athletes. They're like, man, I never really thought of it like that. But yeah, um, holy cow, are you a fan? Are you a follower? Are you a fan with all the head knowledge? You know all the stories about Jesus. You've read about them. Like you, you know all there is to know, uh, but you're not a follower. Um, or are you a follower? And do you need to uh, do you need to play the game a little bit better so that you can draw people in? Um, and here's the crazy thing about being uh, well, not crazy, but another difference uh, between being a fan versus a follower. A fan doesn't have to make any sacrifices. Like, you get to show up when you want. You get to leave when you want. You're not really a, a integral part as to what is happening on the field. So you could be there or not. But if you're a follower, there's going to be sacrifices that you have to make, right? So, and again, if we're relating this to being on a team, if you're on a team, you are going to sacrifice uh, time. You're going to sacrifice, uh, you know, sometimes working out, like you're going to sacrifice your body to make sure that your body is in the best shape it can be in. But there's always going to be a sacrifice if you are a true follower. If you're a fan, there's probably not any sacrifices that you've made because really fans don't really have to make sacrifices. They just, they get to show up and they get to cheer or feel bad either way uh, and then leave. But being a follower Man, there, there's going to be, if you're going to be on a, on a team and you want to be uh, an integral part of that team, there's going to be sacrifices that you have to make along the way. And really, if we are reading the Bible, there is not one person that we can see that the Bible tells us that had a relationship with Jesus that did not have to make a sacrifice. But the other thing is, any sacrifice that anyone made to follow Jesus it was, even God, he tells us, you know, like, whatever you have to give up, whatever you have to leave behind, like, we're going to spend eternity in paradise with our king. Like, you can't beat that. You just can't beat it. So, the question of the week, are you a fan or are you a follower? And I think both of them, it carries a little bit of a, you know, a, a different different expectation, different weight with it. Um, so just want to challenge you guys. And if you're a follower, man, play the game. Again, game is in quote, air quotes, quotation marks. Uh, but play the game in a way that draws people in. So they go, man, I don't know what it is about you, but man, you got something I don't. There's, I don't know what it is about you, but I'm going to spend some more time around you. Because that's how people felt about Jesus. So, um, yeah, so hopefully you can put some, uh, put some of this cheesiness on a cracker and make a meal out of it. <laughs> I'm just out of control now, like just out of control, but for real, for real, 
Like, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And here is to spending the rest of the week all jacked up.